Alex, you ready? I'm ready. I'm just right. over like a couple notches though. I think I'm How ready. Why don't you fuck off a couple notches? <laughs> Alex, start this. All right. What's up, John? Feeling a little defeated <laughs> after your shitty game of Call of Duty? <laughs> what was your What was your uh, your KD? Uh, it's like one point something. Okay. Not good enough. Two or above minimum. Two or above. Yeah. What was the last time you played? Two thousand nine. Yeah, that's what I thought. But you got a two and above. Back you got a two and above. Yeah. Tenth prestige. This is gonna get edited <laughs> out. Was that MW two? Yeah. Hell yeah. Blops. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you play Blops too? You guys got black cops? <laughs> Call of Duty black cop? <laughs> you guys got black cops. <laughs> So, John, tell us once again how you dislocated your back. <laughs> yeah, well, my back. Dog. It was my rib that's, I assume, is broken, and I do not want to discuss. All right, so, yeah, poses. we're, we're back even, after oh, a little break. We got a, we got a Pro <laughs> FX8 V2 mixer now to improve our sound quality. Uh, so, if you want to hear less John, let me know, and I can go ahead and turn him down in the mix. <laughs> do you want to explain why we had to buy this? Yes. Uh, yeah, because all of us screaming at the top of our lungs... Uh, the audio quality of the last episode was not good. I don't know, maybe we could talk a little about Child's Play, if you yeah, guys we, want. We should, I mean, shit, Alex, that was, was going to be a great episode, Alex, do too. the intro, or some, you know, do something so we can make this a logical edit. Okay. Ugh. On the spot, I can never do it. <laughs> you just do it. Do it as a storm, do it as a storm. No. <laughs> it might feel more natural. Every time? Yes. John, you do it then. You're the only one who's never done it. Yeah, do an impression, John. I don't want to do it. Not an impression, dude. Just do the intro. I'm not going to do it. It's not going to be good, so it's pointless. All right. Well, welcome to Green Sticker Horror. Thanks for tuning in. I know it's been a while, but we are back, hopefully with improved sound quality. Uh, I'm Devin. Alex. John. All right. So we did record an episode about the new Child's Play, the 2019 re- I don't know, what do you guys want to call it? Reimagining? Yeah, yeah. It's a I, reboot. I just couldn't consider everything a reboot at that point. Like, yeah. Totally just so we did an episode on that. It didn't turn out <clears throat> so good because of some audio issues. But we are back here the day before Thanksgiving. So, I don't know. Do you guys even want to touch on Child's Play? What have yeah, we seen recently? Let's talk on Child's Play for a second. I mean, we're not going to be able to release that episode. All right, yeah. Let's let's, let's talk about Child's Play 2019. <laughs> I don't remember too much about I it. I don't remember anything Walking. about it. Well, I vividly remember. Do you? I vividly remember what remember sucked it about it. absolutely terrible. Yeah. yeah, so let's just start off the bat. This movie is not good. Not even. There's no redeeming qualities. Not good at all. at all. Not good Today, not good tomorrow, not good next year, not good ever. I, yeah, there's no re- new rewatchability. Not good. Not even entertaining at all. So what What were, What were? did we kind of not like about it? 
The look of the doll. <laughs> the look okay, of the doll, yeah. for starters. So I think look... everybody can agree on that, at the very yeah, least. Yeah, so if you crossed Steve Buscemi with a California raisin, you would have... That's our fourth co-host, Pork. <laughs> um, Just holding down the If you crossed the Steve Buscemi in a California raisin, you would have the new Chucky. Yeah. Essentially. And so the look of the doll, the way he acts, sucks. Uh, Andy sucks pretty bad. Yeah. He's deaf to start with, which I don't understand why <laughs> that was a plot point at all. Other than that his hearing aid would be connected to the same Bluetooth or whatever that, that Chucky was... Yeah, which doesn't make any it, sense. What company makes a hearing aid that'd be connected to, like, say, an Alexa? Yeah, so that, that was stupid. And the mom, who was just as old as Andy, was not good at all. No. Aubrey not, Plaza yeah, not playing the same mom. character she plays in every single movie. Yeah. Parks and uh, I don't know. I, I really don't have that much to say other than this movie sucks. And if you told me it was good, you and I have some words. <laughs> I heard from a lot of people this movie was good. Yeah, I think I got the opposite. Everybody was telling me it was bad, but I was kind of telling them like, "Hey, like I kind of want." I wanted to give it a chance. Like I wanted to give it a chance. Yeah, dude, not good. I never want a movie to be bad. Yeah, like it's fun. It's it's more fun to talk about it when it's bad, obviously. But yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I want to enjoy my time. If it surprised me, I would have been happy. Yeah, I would be like, "Wow, that was a sick movie. I didn't expect that at all." Didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. Terrible movie. The whole. There was like a five-second intro to it where it kind of gives you the backstory of like why this one Chucky doll is. They were ah, yes. It's all with the with the violence inhibitor. Yeah. <laughs> why does it? Ha- why does a fucking doll have an, a violence inhibitor? It would have been better if they just did a shot by shot remake. That probably would have been the best okay. way to go. Yeah. So even if they used the shitty design, like yeah. So what? What are John? Since you brought it up what are some remakes that are good i can't think of any at the top of my head that you're putting you on can't think spot. of one remake that's one. good evil dead uh dawn of the dead dawn of the dead yeah that's a good remake yeah. okay Zack snyder yeah maybe his only good movie yeah that probably is yeah i'd agree with that what about the Lego thing batman the thing what the f- yeah the thing i mean that's obviously yeah no yeah that one's yeah i forgot that was a remake didn't Zack snyder make Lego Batman. Probably. <laughs> it sounds like something. Zack Snyder is a fucking idiot. <laughs> is he a bigger <laughs> idiot than Mike Flanagan? People fucking <laughs> oh, love God. watching him. Alright, listeners beware. There may be some thoughts contained within this episode yeah, on... Yeah, we're probably going to spoil a couple of movies on, uh, like Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Dr. Sleep and Mike Flanagan that you may or may not agree with. So, if those thoughts offend you, too bad. If those thoughts offend you, send me a message and I'll send you one of our new stickers we have. (laughs) For real, though, we do have stickers. Um, If you want to leave us a review on iTunes or something and then send me a message, I'll send you some stickers. Maybe I'll send you some other cool stuff. Even that. Just email greenstickerhorror at gmail.com. I'll I'll send you a sticker. Uh, You know, write something nice about us and something mean about John. I'll send you a (laughs) sticker and some... Yeah, that seems to be the trend with our reviews so far. 
Show John some love, and maybe we'll send you a, a care package. Thankfully, I know all of the people who have said stuff, so I'm like, okay, that's fine. I can, you know, it's acceptable. <laughs> but, come on. So, yeah, email Devin us. Devin some hate. Email us, <laughs> greenstickerhorror at gmail.com, and we will send you some swag. Nice. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if John ever leaves his house to get to the post office. Maybe I should be in charge of that. That's fine with me. Less responsibility. So let's let's get back to what we were talking about. Give us some good remakes, John. This was a bad remake or a reboot. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, same shit. Like same same thing. Like, so what are some good ones? Count. We had Dawn of the Dead. That was what, like two thousand four? Two thousand five? Two thousand four, I think. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay. I'm yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Pretty good. That opening sequence where they're showing let me just do a Google search. They're showing the town or the city or whatever getting overrun. Yeah. And there's like fire trucks on fire and like it just looks like total chaos. I remember thinking that intro was pretty cool. Obviously the thing. Yeah. It's one of the great remakes of all time. The Fly. Yeah. With Jeff Goldblum. See those two you forget that they're even remakes. Yeah, they're because they're the kind of their own thing, but they are remakes. Yeah. Technically. What are some other good remakes? Evil Dead. Evil Dead, okay. Yeah. More of same. a more of a reboot, but yeah, yeah, same, yeah. I consider it the same shit, like same category at least. Devin, don't you like the <clears throat> the remake for a Nightmare on Elf? <laughs> so we can definitely uh, we can definitely get into the Platinum Dunes era of remakes. We have Texas Chainsaw, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Fog. Oh yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Friday Harry. the Thirteenth. I like that one. There's a lot that got remade in our in our day. That Poltergeist remake, dude. Oh <laughs> my! Did you guys watch that? One? Yeah, God, that. with Sam Rockwell. It. It's fucking terrible. Right, John, yeah, look that uh, up. No, no, it is. Okay. I can tell you. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that one, but it sucked. The Fog remake is one of the worst remakes of all time. I remember I saw that one first. Texas <laughs> it, Chainsaw, it kind of though. Me from watching the original. One. Texas Chainsaw, not the beginning or any of that stuff. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. Pretty good. It's the brutal version of it. Pretty like good. Original. You know what? I'm going to say it. It's not a very popular opinion, but I'm going to say The Omen. Okay. I, no, I'd agree with you. It came out on... 666. 666, yeah. Damn. Jesus Christ. And they had cops at the theater and everything. <laughs> they were thinking it was going to be like a big old ri- satanic riot or yeah. something. AKA there was the only it was, there was nobody there was nobody there there was like fifty people there maybe the original Joker the original Joker <laughs> um I don't know what's the, what's some other remakes The Hills Have Eyes oh that's a good really one. Yes, good that's remake a really good remake. I think it's pretty good really good remake there's one scene I don't I don't particularly like <laughs> is it the what really is uncomfortable scene it's the really uncomfortable yeah fucking fifteen minute rape scene oh okay yeah um. Really if you're gonna, gonna if you're gonna remake Wes Craven though, you kind of have to have a you have rape to do something scene. that kind of shocks you. Yeah. The Last House on the Left remake is actually pretty that good. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. An- another like uncomfortable movie. Yeah. Maniac with Elijah Wood. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Which I think I would put in my top three remakes because it takes the idea of the original. Makes it new and interesting, but never gets... It doesn't really stray from the original one, aside from it makes it makes the it makes the main killer yeah, a little it, different. It's a little you know? bit different, but no, that one was good. Sean, did you like that one? 
I wasn't paying attention. Maniac. 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 Oh, I, I don't think I actually finished it. Why? I just don't remember. Well, all right, then your opinion's invalid. Yeah, that's why I wasn't talking about it. <laughs> what about Piranha? Eh. I, didn't, I haven't seen any of those. Piranha's a pretty good remake. Um, so we got Friday the 13th, Hills Have Eyes, Maniac. Nightmare on Elm Street's a definite no from no, all of us, right? No, no yeah. fuck no. That, that one sucks. sucks. Black Christmas. Oh. I know this came up in our group text. So they're making another remake of Black Christmas. PG-13. PG-13. PG-13, Black Christmas. Directed by a woman. Which, <laughs> Why did you see it? Why did you say that? <laughs> I'm just bringing it up. That it's directed by a woman. <laughs> Why did you bring up that it, I brought it up? <laughs> that was a weird thing to bring up, dude. <laughs> What's your problem with me bringing that up? That was the one thing. What if I was going to say, I think that's awesome? <laughs> that's fine. So you're just, a sexist. It's just, hey, oh, it's PG-13. Oh, also it's directed by so a woman. So why did you like crack yeah. up when I said directed by a woman? It that is like, the second like you're listing negatives. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like PG-13, directed by a woman. Okay, so I'll, I'll try again. <laughs> directed by a woman, which is fine. But that goes into what my next point was going to be, is that she wants it to be more accessible to teen audiences, especially girls. Dude, I did not understand that, that fucking statement that she made. So, do you think that's going to impact the quality of the movie? Because yes. I do. I yes. really yes. do. 100%. The first Black Christmas remake, I'll give it credit, it tried to do the whole, let's go as extreme as we can with this movie. And make it, like, super gory, super bloody, super nasty. Yeah. It wasn't good, but, I mean, at least it... They at least didn't hold back. So, Black Christmas Remake comes out... Dude, it comes out in, like, two weeks, huh? Yeah. I think it's the 13th. So, I'm not gonna go see it. I but... wanted it to be, like, a, like all of us go see it. When, yeah. Before it was announced that they were changing it to Yeah, the now I'm, I'm not stoked at all. Originally, it was gonna be R. All right, so, so before, before we talk about the movie that we all had the pleasure of watching, I just want to hear a little bit from you guys about a little movie called Dr. Sleep. Oh, shit. <laughs> Two out of three of us saw this movie, so I'm going to sit this one out for the most part, but I really want to hear our listeners, our, our loyal audience really wants to know what you guys thought about Dr. Sleep. Okay, so no spoilers because it's well, it's, no, it's still somewhat. In we'll we'll just go ahead and spoil it and tell people if you haven't seen Doctor Sleep yet, or if you don't care about seeing it. If you don't care about seeing it, go ahead and keep listening. But if you want to see it, we're gonna spoil it. There we go. We're gonna it's talk fine about with me. It. Fuck them. So this is an adaptation of the Stephen King novel that is the sequel to the the Shining. sequel to The Shining. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> so, this is a film adaptation of the Stephen King novel that is a sequel to The Shining. Yeah. And I'm f- I want to make it clear, I'm totally fine with that being a book. You know, Stephen King can do what the fuck he wants with his universe. Make a, make a sequel to The Shining. So, Alex, hold but, on. back Backtrack a second. Yeah. You're not a Stephen King fan, right? Not necessarily. Not of his movies, at least. I don't. I, I haven't read his books. Okay. 
Yeah. Hold on, so you're not a fan of them then? I'm not a fan of... No. Do you like The Shining? I love The Shining. Okay. John, do you love The Shining? I do like The Shining, but I understand the uh, movie version and the book version are completely different. And Stephen King has gone out of his way to say that Kubrick not only it oh, destroyed... Oh, essentially John, a piece of John, shit. he went out of his way, dude. There is a rumor that he went into a screening of The Shining and audibly booed it. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, it's fucking sick. <laughs> but this was also Stephen King at the height of his madness, so I don't know. His coked-out phase. Well, The Shining is all about him trying to realize that he had a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Jack Torrance is Stephen King, basically. Yeah. All of, his, all of his, his movies are based on characters that are based so, on him. Anyways, I love The Shining. I think most people consider it a classic. Stephen King's kind of in the minority of people that think that movie like sucks. Yeah. But whatever. It's been a long time since it came out. He went out of his way to get his, his puppet Mick Garris to fucking make a... Oh, Jesus. Make a, the real vision Mick Garris. <laughs> life. Mick Garris gets a slight pass from me because he made Critters 2, which I think is one of the funniest... Most awesome movies of all time, but, but then he's also made a load. He's moto. He's made a. He's mode. <laughs> he's made a boatload of Stephen King adaptations that mm. are not good. With Stephen King's. Hand Have you up seen The ass? Stand? No. Oh shit! I haven't seen that in a while. The Stand That's... by Mick Garris. He also made Sleepwalkers, which we might have to cover because it's it needs to be seen to be believed. But anyways, <laughs> so. Here we are in 2019. Everybody thinks The Shining is a great movie. It's also a great book, but there's no like middle ground between the book and the movie, right? Yeah. No. So what Mike Flanagan has attempted to do is make a middle ground between the book and the movie. So he says. So he says. All right, well, fill me in, because I haven't seen it, but this is my, my interpretation based on what he's, he's talked about in interviews and stuff. Yeah. Well, if you've seen the movie, then you didn't have to hear us describe that it was... The Shining sequel because they make they make sure that you fucking know oh, right off it's the like every two minutes you shine yeah shine he shined he shined I I can sense oh, the shine oh red rum oh red rum yeah mm, murder yeah. yeah oh the backwards so and I and correct me if I'm wrong but they also have actors that play the Shelley Duvall yeah. character oh. and the Jack and the Torrance Jack character right yeah oh. so Which, they didn't so here's where the controversy was is that they were thinking that they were gonna go the Star Wars route and do CGI. Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall, which I think would have been a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but I also think it's equally as strange. It's equally as strange, right, to have new actors playing roles. Neither way, you're going to get right. Well, think about it this way: I've read The Shining, and even when I think about The Shining, I think about Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody thinks. Nobody thinks about Jack Torrance. Just from their imagination. And has a different character in mind. They yeah. have the here's Johnny, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It's iconic. Jack so Nicholson how do you, is Jack Torrance. How do you how Sorry. do you navigate through that? How does Dak how does Doctor Sleep navigate through that? You don't. Don't make you a movie. Don't. Okay. You just well, don't they have to adapt. So the book came out in like two thousand twelve. I know there was a lot of controversy online about like how are they gonna make this movie? Are they gonna make it more like Kubrick? Are they gonna make it more like King? What's yeah. gonna happen? Well, I've I've been under the impression that they were going to make it. Just when I when I found out that it was it was The Shining's uh, sequel, like I I just for fucking some reason I had this feeling 
oh, this is going to be Stephen King with his hand up some director's ass. That's that's what the case was. He that's what read, I thought. He read the screenplay and everything, it, yeah. After seeing it, I don't think that I'm wrong. No, I would completely I, agree with that. I really think that he he had a huge say in a lot of it. And there is a, there is a lot of the Kubrick shining in there, but what it is is it just nostalgic scenes and shots and camera work that's literally just by like it's just playing on people's nostalgia and and seeing the same same shot like they even threw in the the carpet did they did they, they did have the carpet, carpet, carpet was definitely they in threw there. in it didn't even fit the fucking scene they're get they're back at the hotel and they they threw in the uh the waterfall of blood from the elevator do you remember that i don't they remember threw that, in no. they threw that in and it was just so random it had nothing to do with anything it was like they cut from something that and then they went back to something else. Like, it didn't have anything to do with each other. So, there, for those who haven't seen it or don't know anything about it, the movie's essentially about a group of people who have this shining ability. Yeah, it's a fucking vampire movie. You know, it's, yeah, it's it, essentially, it, that's all it is. And they find these people with this shine, this group of people who, they find these people with this shining ability, and they make them induce fear somehow. And then they just kind of like suck the shining out of him while they kill them. That's essentially the movie. Yeah. So and Danny, Danny is like an addict too, right? Yeah, he, he starts out. Yeah, he one. starts one, like and then he's, he's like eight years cleaner. So I'm a, I'm a Stephen King guy. I like a lot of the books. I didn't read Doctor Sleep, so I don't know the plot of this movie. Obviously, I really like The Shining, but I also can understand the perspective of Stephen King and. It's not really an adaptation of the movie. Or of the book. Or of the book. Yeah. So, I, I see both sides of it. But am I wrong to say it. that it does have a lot of the book in it? Or a decent amount to the book? It does, it does. I, I just think that Stanley Kubrick obviously took a lot of artistic liberties to make yeah. this movie. And well, he, he should, because he was a fucking artist. And at this point, and how fucking, to pull dude, everything he's an artist. A book. He's, a, he's a psychopath, too, don't get me wrong. But Stephen King at this point, was at the height of his coke-fueled insanity. Yeah. So his perspective on anything should be taken with a s- extreme grain of salt. Because as, if you've seen Maximum Overdrive, you've seen <laughs> what that guy's capable of. It's not. It's nothing near anything that Kubrick is capable of. Yeah. And his whole marketing campaign of Maximum Overdrive is basically a diss to Stephen King or to Stanley Kubrick. Mm. Hey, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. And then he makes the most fucking batshit off the wall, <laughs> coked out movie of yeah. all time. Yeah, by no means is it like really a good movie, but I think we all love it. I don't yeah, know, John. You, John's you never seen it. You never seen it? You got to watch it. Future. I think. That's I think I'm sensing a future, a future episode. episode. We'll okay. all get. We'll all get coked up. Yeah, <laughs> dude. We'll all do it. We'll all do a little eight ball. Do a bump. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking watch Maximum Overdrive. Why we're recording this? The music of ACDC has never sounded oh cooler than after you just do a fat line. Yeah, it goes uh, ACDC while you're framing a house to ACDC in at Maximum Overdrive. But I think that that really makes the movie what it is because every time something's about to happen, just the most insane rock music just yeah. blasts out of the speakers and you're like okay what are we what's going on here just the, the beginning opening where it's like the the you know the little credits that roll through and then it's music by Dude, no acdc no the title track who made who 
is a series of rhymes that go in the same rhyme scheme as who made who, right? Yeah. And at one point, I think one of the lyrics is, the video games they play me. Which makes no fucking yeah, sense, no but is fucking awesome. Yeah. I can't even do an imitation of the ACDC vocalist, but <laughs> <laughs> he basically goes through a series of rhymes that rhyme with who. It's like, who made who? I tied my shoe. <laughs> who I, made who? Yeah, exactly. Dude, I no, tied my shoe! <laughs> Dude, that, makes, that is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. And it's fucking insane. And you it's know, like Dr. Seuss wrote these ACDC songs. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, anyways... So, Dr. Sleep, I know there was a lot of hate on this movie before it even came out. By me. <laughs> For whatever reason. It's actually, people really like this movie. But then it came out, and a lot of people are saying this is like horror movie of the year. Yeah. It's a unique vision. It obviously bombed at the box office. Did it? Yeah. Like, bombed. Thank God. <laughs> oh, okay. You heard it here, you, you, heard, you heard it here first. Thank God it bombed. <laughs> so we'll never fucking see So Mike one. Flanagan is one of these guys that's sort of the new new directors of horror. He did Haunting of Hill House, which obviously a lot of people liked. I liked it. I liked it. A lot of people think it's like the fucking second coming, but... I, 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 I didn't finish so. it, I so it I don't have an opinion on it. You but. gotta finish it. The, the end is, is where it like really comes, comes full circle. But that Ouija Origin of Evil movie was the biggest piece of shit I've Terrible. ever seen. That's fucking dog shit. It was it was a cover band playing The Conjuring. It was set in the seventies. Everybody liked it because it had this weird set design of like. Yeah. I had the somebody 70s. telling me that they were stoked about this movie because Mike Flanagan hasn't made a bad movie yet. And then I looked up his his uh, IMDb, yeah. and I was like, "What fucking movies are you watching?" Because he has Ouija Origin. And Oculus. Oculus was... Both on the list. Fuck Oculus. Exactly. Oculus God, was not good. Trash. I, don't, really I, I wouldn't go as far it. as good. to say it was bad, but it, it was not good. good. There's no me- There's no way you could say that was a good movie. Yeah. So, anyways. Man, I saw that shit in the movie theater, So, too. tell me a little about why I shouldn't watch Doctor Sleep. So, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch it. Okay. I want you to watch it. If anything, I, I want I you to watch it. No, so, so to our listeners, to our listeners, I... I wanted to see this movie when it was about to come out. <laughs> Alex and John both saw it and said it sucked, so I kind of held off. And then as as Thanksgiving was approaching and I had a couple days off work, I said, you know what, maybe I'll go watch it before we record and I'll see if I can jump in on this conversation. Yeah. The only place it is playing currently is Hollister, California. Not even East Ridge, huh? No. Well, that's... Oh, not at all. The only place that I could see it within a reasonable drive of my house was Hollister, California. Because not a single person in Salinas went and saw this movie. No. (laughs) There's no fucking way. Not a single person in Monterey. Not a single person anywhere. Not in that whole county. And and I do... There is something to be said about when horror movies come out and they bomb that we kind of need to go out and support them so that more can get made, right? Yeah. But I don't want more made from the obviously <laughs> it, obviously movies like it chapter two and stuff made enough money to to show Hollywood that they need to keep making horror movies yeah 
Maybe this is an indicator that we don't need any more Stephen King movies because we're yes, in the please, no, we're in the no height more. of Stephen King fever right now. That's all this felt like is is it was just a big like everybody just do you, Let me ask King's you a day. question, and I have an answer to this, even though I haven't seen the movie. Do you think this movie would have gotten made and released in in theater, not like an indie release, like would have gotten released in <clears throat> every theater across the country if? It, chapter two and all that stuff wasn't around. No. Like, standalone. Like, if this movie just came out with no Stephen King hype around it. If it it, had no association with The Shining or anything? No, I'm just saying, like, right now, anything associated with Stephen King is like, let's do it. Yes. John, I know you have some stuff to say about In the Tall Grass, which I haven't seen. Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie. In the Tall Grass is a Netflix original movie Written by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son, yeah. with a little help from Stephen King, which I, what, from what I understand. And actually, the director is legit. It's the guy who made Cube. You guys ever seen Cube? That 90s I, I, sci-fi movie? I know that, I know that cover for so, it. So, yeah, no, not a bad director, but I heard this movie stinks. Yeah. And then John affirmed that by telling me, don't watch it. I mean, if you, go ahead and watch it if you want, but it's... it's it's a stinker. Yeah. Well, let's look at the pool of, of Stephen King adaptations that actually were good. Okay. The Shining. The number, Shining. Obviously, number one, regardless and, of what you think. And we can even we can even discount we can even so, not even count that. So because Stephen have King either have either of you guys read the book? No. no. Okay. So as the only one who's read the book, I would still say the Kubrick version is an excellent movie. Yeah. You have to leave out shit in that book. What other what other Stephen King adaptations have been passable? Pet Cemetery. I would say well, Pet Cemetery '89. Not the not no, not the remake. Not the remake. No, dude, the Pet Cemetery original one's pretty bad too. It, no, I am not. It. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a good movie, but, but as an adaptation, as an adaptation of the book, it's good. Okay, then I'm just I just did a quick Google search. You have the Shawshank Gerald's Game. You have Stand by Me. Okay. Two. Shawshank is good. Stand by me. You don't like that one. Stand by me is good. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Carrie, the De Palma Carrie. Yeah, the, original the Brian one. De Palma yeah. Carrie is an excellent movie. Yeah, I did like Secret Window. So that's with not, Johnny I, Depp. Yeah, Same I I'm not even, I didn't even know that was a Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Dreamcatcher. Um, I think it's a, the book oh, called Secret John. Window, Secret Guard. Oh, Dreamcatcher. <laughs> you and I are about to have some words. <laughs> I've okay, heard, so I've no, I, <laughs> I haven't seen this. In, you know what? I'm gonna save. We should save this one for later because I haven't seen it. I haven't long, seen it in a long, long time, time either. So, if we were talking about, we were talking about earlier about doing a Stephen King kind of maybe series, like maybe doing two or three episodes spanning a bunch of different Stephen King mm-hmm. things, because obviously there's a lot to cover. I'll save my thoughts because I haven't seen it in a long time. Maybe oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I maybe I am miss. Miss remembering these things, but um, let's see what else we have. Obviously, Maximum Overdrive, it directed says, by Stephen King, yeah, I think is I a like fucking it. fantastic movie. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if this is correct, and I'm not, I don't want to do that much research. The Running Man? No. Okay. That's what it says hold on, right here. hold on. I don't know. I might, I might speak out of turn here, too, but I believe The Running Man was written by Stephen King under a pseudonym and then adapted to be the movie, but it's not. It's not 
in line with what he wrote. It's kind of like a loose adaptation. Oh, okay. So then we, okay, we have a whole bunch of obscure ones. The Stand, not good. The Langoliers, not good. Graveyard Shift, not good. We gotta put it into perspective, a lot of these were just shitty student films as well. Sometimes they come back. Shout out to Forever Midnight. We might have to watch that one, because I heard that one's pretty Sometimes good. Sometimes they come back. Sometimes they come back, directed by Tom McLaughlin, who also directed oh, Jason Lives. Yeah, yeah fuck Which yeah. you and I love. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we might have to... I have, I have no memory of that one. I know I've seen it, but I haven't seen it in so long that we might have to watch Sometimes They Come Back and check that one out. Okay. Um, let's... What... Children of the Corn. I fucking love Children of the Corn. I like that one too. Yeah, Children of the Corn's good. Is it a good Stephen King movie? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of these you can you can go and say like it's not really because the story. Yeah. It's not because of the Stephen. We don't have the context, I guess. A lot. I'm not familiar with a lot of his books. I've read a a few, but I mean, I'm really not familiar with a lot of them. And see, then you have the Mist. You have Misery. Thinner. Oh, oh, Misery is like top three. Regardless of what you have to say about the book or what, Misery is like one of the most intense movies. Dude, when she hits his ankle with the sledgehammer, (laughs) that is one of the most fucked up things I think I've ever seen. Have you seen Misery, Alex? Oh, yeah. Definitely watch Misery. All right, I'll check it out. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what else. Yeah, Christine, Christine, John Carpenter. I'm not not like a huge Christine fan, but I I think it's a good movie. I feel like I like that one. Cujo. Cujo's okay. 1408, The Dark Tower. Oh, Jesus. John Cusack? Yeah. Saw that one in theaters. Fucking turd. People like Dark, no, people like Dark actually Tower. really like that. What movie. about that 112263? The one with, um, the one where he goes back in time to stop the Kennedy assassination? 112263. Am I, am I right? I don't know. No clue. I don't it's got, it. um, God, what? John, look it up right now. It's got a really famous actor in it, and it was like a Hulu original, which I actually thought was pretty good, but I heard from a lot of people that it wasn't good compared to the book. So I don't know. Maybe That's I just what liked I get it. from a lot of people about. Oh, dude, The Langoliers is, is a great Stephen King piece of work, and it is one of the worst <laughs> things I have ever seen in my life. A lot of these life. are better just left to your imagination, yeah. I feel like. No, 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 there's something to be said about adapting books, right? Yeah. Especially Stephen King. He's got an imagination like a motherfucker, regardless of what you think about him. Yeah. Even It. Like, you think about It, the 1990 miniseries, versus It, the current movie version. Yeah. Neither one has really gotten it right in terms of the book, but the book has so much going on that you need to kind of just imagine for yourself that I really think it's unfair to to tell a director, hey, make this. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason they have to make both of those in two parts. I do think there's the so miniseries might be better than the movie. And I don't even like the miniseries. The miniseries is not good. Let your nostalgia not fucking cloud you because Dude, it is the miniseries good. is not good. No. Everybody's just at the. I feel like the nostalgia of just being scared shitless of of Pennywise coming out of the drain. Because <laughs> that was always yeah. a scene I heard about when yeah, I was a no, kid. Yeah, You know, like the movie is not the the miniseries is not good. Salem's Lot though is a great. You told me that I yeah, didn't see that one. Is a great Stephen King adaptation directed yeah. by Toby Hooper. Again, it's like when you put it in the hands of a great director, yeah. though. Toby Salem's Uber. Lot is we'll put, fucking we'll killer. Work, you know? 
So what I'm thinking, based on our conversation right now, is that we may, in January... Because we have something very special planned for you guys for December. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to announce it quite yet, but our December episode is going to be insanity. I think so. <laughs> it's going to be wild. So, January, I'm thinking we might need to do a Stephen King like three-part episode and just yeah. pick a handful of movies and just watch them and kind of revisit a lot of these. Maybe in the end, like after the three episodes yeah. or so, we'll like... We'll, every episode we'll rank them, and yeah. then at the end we'll, we'll rank them all together. Something yeah. like that. We'll kind of try and put our list together. So I'm thinking that'll be our, kind of our January episode after the new year. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, our December episode is going to be fucking off the wall. It's going to be awesome. We have five movies. I'm not going to say what they are. There are five <laughs> movies out there that are begging to be talked about. There's a demand. And I you know, so. we were talking <laughs> about Joe Bob Briggs for his Christmas marathon might show one or two of these movies, yeah. but I'm not going to let that ruin our time. I'm hoping I'm hoping it does. Cause I'm hoping that he talks about I the really ones that hear, I think he's yeah. going to talk about. I really want to hear so what yeah, he's got to say about it. Once again, as always, shout out to Shudder. It's what, December 13th? Friday, December 13th. When all Joe the, Bob Briggs, Christmas come. marathon. I work on the 14th, so I can't stay up too late, but fuck it. We're doing it. Dude, yeah. honestly, we should we should all hang out that night, and we should just record our thoughts as we watch well, the Joe that. Bob yeah, Briggs Halloween Marathon, or uh, Christmas Marathon. Just kind of have them on. I don't know. I mean, I'd be down to drive yeah. over here and just chill with you guys for a couple hours and fuck just it. watch it. Anyways, so yeah, Stephen King. Let's get back to Dr. Sleep and just wrap this up. So, what is wrong with this movie? Oh, man. Alex? <laughs> The fucking, uh, the effects. I, I didn't like the effects. I didn't like the glowing eyes. Oh, God, that was so, so, yeah. It was so corny. On top of that, I didn't like the, you were supposed to be rooting against these certain characters, and they just came off as so cheesy and corny. It didn't make sense, half the shit they were talking about. The main woman, they kept, like, making it out to be, like, she was supposed to be, like, this beautiful woman that nobody could resist. Yeah. Like, there's even that line. It's I don't know. awful. Sarah didn't like Dr. Sleep either, huh? Yeah, I was telling Devin we ended up leaving. We left. You didn't watch the whole thing? Oh, I ended up downloading a cam, and I watched oh, okay. it. You yeah. said you weren't going to tell them. I know. <laughs> He's like, don't tell them. I was like, I'm telling them. Did Dude, Sarah sucked. watch Three from Hell? Oh, thank God. No, I watched it in the other room oh, last okay. night. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. You dodged a bullet on that one, Sarah. You gonna defend us from the truck? This is gonna be like a good 30 seconds anyways. You know, you can smell this outside. Really that strong? Turn it off. The weed? No, it's, it smells good. The weed? <laughs> the candle. Are you guys recording right now? Yeah. Why? Because for a girl, I was like, she's not that hot. Like, I don't know what the big deal is. I was like, like she's okay. Like, she's she looks so fine. Hot. Like, I have no idea, like, why, like, this girl's so hot. No one thought that? That's what I thought. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's what, that's what they want? Okay. Yeah. This girl? Yeah. That's interesting. I, I didn't get, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> they, I mean, and they, they kept making it a point, like, throughout the whole thing. Like, they, they kept making that a point. Like, and especially in that part. Where she had to tell the truth and so stupid, so stupid. One part I liked, you know, you know, I liked a couple parts, but 
a lot of it was because they just ripped off the original one. Like, with the shots of the car going up the hill, and they had the, the air shot. Okay, no, that's, okay, that's not what I was going to... I was going to say when and they... And then there's the part where that girl uh, tells that fucking dude right before she's about to die, kill yourself. And, oh. he, kill, and he fucking turns and kills himself. I was hoping... That part was kind of I was hoping you are going to say the one where they're, the, base, the kid that's coming from the baseball game is walking on the side of the road, and they're like, yeah, come in the car, and they get him in the car. And they, like, brutally killed him. Hate that. I didn't like that at all. I don't like seeing, like, kids get their... 2019. Get like that, dude. I didn't like that. that. It was stupid. It was, like, out of all the people that you could have brutalized, you brutalized a little kid. So I know I... for way too long. What, so... Dude, that, it was painfully I was long. Unexpected. To the point where I was like, I thought this movie would never do that. that I was, was surprised at the chance like, that they took shit. on that. But I didn't like it at all. Like, I thought it was... Just, I didn't. I thought it was tasteless, and it was like, yeah, everybody's gonna be shocked at that. Like, if that was your scary part of the movie, yeah, it's like as cheap as a jump scare. That like, is probably the, that is probably the scary part of the movie. It's so it science. is, yeah. No, it's yeah. like that's just what it's. Everybody's gonna cringe at a kid getting his shit. Yeah, because you're not. You don't. No I don't one watch a little kid in his baseball uniform get fucked up like that. Damn, it was stupid, dude. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't know anybody who likes that. <laughs> I would just say I was not expecting it, yeah. and that was the no, one I scene I was like, it. "Holy shit!" It was probably the only real scene I was like, "Okay, everything else predictable." Yeah, it, it, especially the okay. they fucking kept showing the naked lady. Yeah, dude, yeah. they they should have showed if they were gonna show that at all, show it once and maybe at the end. I don't, but understand dude, they why. showed it like fifty fucking times. It wasn't multiple times. It was like every, like every twenty minutes or every ten something minutes they would show it. And the other thing is, so... She he, looked crazy, though. But... She looked good. They showed they it so many fucking times that I, it, didn't, it didn't scare me. It didn't, it didn't give me any kind of sense of dread. I'm like, oh, she, nothing's going to happen. You so know, did, it didn't did, happen the first time. It's did you think it now. was weird where this guy, he comes to Maine, he gets this apartment... Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> <laughs> he gets this apartment, and he's basically shining with someone who's thousand miles away... And the image, I think it's either Red Rum or Murder, cracks into the side of the wall. Yeah. And then yeah, it shows, yeah, like, eight years it. later, that same fucking thing is still on the goddamn wall. You don't think, like, the actual... Nobody's, like, coming no one, the room Yeah, no one's going, it's like, like <laughs> hey, this guy's got murder written on his, cracked into his wall. What the hell's going on here? Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I don't know. Horrible movie. Absolutely ridiculous. What and I, I couldn't, I could not even believe that how many people were like, this is amazing. 7.7 7 on IMDb. And you know what? If you liked it, good for you. I don't I don't have anything against anybody liking it. I want Devin to see it. I I have a feeling for some, oh, for some reason that Devin might like it. I don't know why. No, no. You I don't think so? No, absolutely not. Devin surprises me sometimes. He liked Blair yeah. Witch 2. <laughs> I he am, almost converted us I for am a number one Blair Witch 2 defender, but it sounds like this movie is kind of a piece of shit. And it... It's shot like those fucking James Wan, oh god, the James Wan uh, like Conjuring universe kind of things, like where it's all dark with shades of green. Oh jeez. When it's when the lights are out, kind of thing, you know. All right. Well, it sounds like Doctor Sleep There's... is not green sticker horror approved. <laughs> I don't put my badge not. of approval on it. No. Fuck no. All right. Well, Mike Flanagan, maybe you can 
impress us later on. Yeah, when he remakes uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Alex, geez. what would you rate it? Oh, Jesus. I, I saw that like tweet. A, like a four and a half or a five. That's on Letterboxd. You'd give it a five. Oh, five out of five on Letterboxd. Oh, on Letterboxd, no. Uh, you just said four out of five, so sorry, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Um, I'd probably give it like a two and a half. Three. John, I saw oh, you've been using Letterboxd. No, I've been trying to. I'm so far behind with it. But I didn't I'm like it, but, I could, but it's like a... It's a well put together movie. It's just that this I didn't like. I don't like the story. I don't like. I don't like a lot of the choices that they did. Like like you said with the with the little with the little kid getting his fucking brains bashed in. Basically, it wasn't even his brain. They like I, cut I don't him even open. remember what he was doing. Yeah. They were fucking him up, and it, they were showing it for way too long, and it was it was too fucked. I think I would give it a two out of five. I would yeah. want to rewatch it. I don't, there, there is there's it, some redeeming qualities. There's redeeming qualities. The way it's like. It's a you can it's a well made movie and I wanted to like it and I heard you loved Obi Wan in the movie too as well, I, dude I actually usually like you in McGregor and I fucking hated him in this. His yeah. accent was awful. See, I don't remember it now. I want to put it on and just to hear awful, it. Awful like northeast accent, but it was not. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, no, it was just not accurate, or it just. I hate when they have to like try and go for the 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 exact regional accent. Like they can't just like you and McGregor could have just made like a just an American accent in general. So isn't I think the first Shining movies in Maine as well though. So I think well they, everything everything Stephen King is is generally in as, Maine, as far yeah, as I know no, I is, almost, is northeast. Yeah, yeah, because he's from Maine. There's got to be a couple that's not on there. Maybe, Whatever. but I think this was in Massachusetts, right? I think it started off there and then it went or, to Maine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever. Right. Fuck that movie. Pass. Fuck Max Flanagan. Alright, anything else you guys want to highlight before we get into our feature presentation? No, I want you to go see... I want you to go see Dr. Sleep sometime. Alright, I'll, I'll make <laughs> it happen. Maybe John will make it happen. I'll make it happen. Don't spend your money on it, dude. It, dude, it will be out on Blu-ray before the end of the year. Movies, oh. movies have such a fast turnaround now. I remember John and I were talking about wanting to see Crawl. <laughs> and like two weeks later, I went oh. to Target and it oh, was yeah. sitting there on the shelf. <laughs> have we talked about Crawl? Have you guys seen Crawl? No. I haven't watched oh, it yet. Oh, you put it shit. on Plex? Yes, it's on oh, there. Okay, I gotta watch it. Crawl is so much fun. <laughs> Four out of five on right now. I rating. wish everybody could see his face. Oh, I love that. Crawl. So yeah, good. All right. I'll check it out before the next episode. Right, Alex? Yeah. Right. It was one of those movies where I was like, I didn't want it to end. It was ridiculous. You kind of expected things to happen, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just see like 30, like, I think, what, crocodiles, alligators, I don't know what the fuck. Is it kind of like the Meg? Like a hundred times better. Okay. Because I actually, I, I enjoyed the Meg. It's not a good movie, but I enjoyed watching it. I, it's Deep Blue Sea, maybe. Have you ever seen Deep Blue Sea? Um, John, so. Jesus dude. Christ! Dude. Deep Blue Sea is one of my favorites Deep too. Deep Blue Sea is a oh, fucking piece of perfect shit. Perfect movie. Five out of five. Are oh you? Are you five kidding me? Five out right of five. Sorry, perfect movie. Perfect movie. <laughs> LL Cool J, Talking Parrot, Samuel L. Jackson, Going Down, Modified Sharks. Five out of five. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, we're gonna have to have a conversation about this later. Let's edit that. <laughs> so let's edit everything that John said out of this. It's fine with me. Um, I can't think of anything too notable. I don't know. You guys have anything else you want to shout out? Shit, I feel like I haven't seen anything good. 
Can we talk about the last creep show? I might be just a bitter fucking asshole, but I feel like I just I haven't liked it. Alright, John, what do you have to say? I I don't know if I ever finished Creep Show. I can't remember. What was the last episode? Yeah, what what do you That was the one with the the worm that sucks the fat out? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the Savini one. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. All right, because you can hella tell which one. Is, yeah. like, I don't. I, I don't think I, I ever. Tell. I don't think I ever finished it. You gotta watch it. We, let's you know, not talk, talk about it. Talk about we won't talk about it then. I'm surprised you actually haven't finished it yet. I, I. It's just one of those things where like I opened up Shutter and it was already middle of November and I completely forgot about Creep Show. Yeah, and they they had probably added. A bunch yeah, of they shit just added a bunch of other stuff and I completely forgot that I never finished it. All right, I'll make a note to finish that over the next couple of days off. What about Disney Plus? Have you guys been fucking with that? Mandalorian? Fuck yeah. Oh, Mandalorian. Dude, Mandalorian. <laughs> Sidebar for a minute. It's not horror, but as somebody who we has... We can talk about whatever the As fuck somebody who has yeah, devoted a sad part of their life to Star Wars <laughs> yeah, and same. seen the ups and downs, particularly the downs of the Star Wars franchise, I had no expectations going into this. And it might be... The coolest thing related to Star Wars in a long time. I love it. It's it's such a different take on Star Wars. It's like a spaghetti western. It's, it's exactly like, it's a Star Wars That's western. A, it's yeah. like the good, the bad, and the ugly meets Star Wars. Yeah. You've got this crazy cast of characters. You got Carl Weathers, dude, Werner Herzog, the child. I'm not gonna call him fucking Baby Yoda. I don't want to get any emails. I know he's not Yoda. Well, that's whatever. The, that's the mystery, though. We don't know. Well, supposedly it takes place after Return of it the does. Jedi. So we don't Yoda's dead by then. So we don't. Well, wh- spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it, okay, turn this off. But you know, he, he, how many of you are you? Episode three. Yes. Okay, you you kind of yeah. Yoda's using he's or baby Yoda's using the Force. Yeah, but they also say he's fifty years old. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, I saw him taking on his phone. I was like, he's going to do something. Yeah, there's something coming. <laughs> yeah, something. But, um, what was I going to say? He used the Force. <laughs> he, he used the Force. They say he's 50 years old. Yoda, Yoda, he was fucking, he was like a thousand years old when he died. There hasn't been a single other species of, of Yoda ever in the universe. Books, comics, movies, ever. So we don't know even what, a, what his species name is. They haven't mentioned it. Yoda's the only one. Dude, okay. So this let's, could let's be, just, Yoda is considered the most powerful Jedi. <laughs> you guys we, sound like a bunch of fucking nerds yeah, right so now. We we're not fact checking. For all we know, there's some somehow. No, 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 get, no. This okay. is from what I know. Seriously, I, from I, what we know, Yoda, Yoda is the most powerful Jedi that there's ever been. Who's to say that he didn't reincarnate? But he's 50 years old. This ends right when the. the it's not right. If you look at the actual timeline, they've created a timeline. It's a pretty decent skip. Like, it'll show, like, Rogue One and yeah. A New Hope, like, yeah, yeah, right yeah, against yeah. each other. Yep, yep. But Return of the Jedi and, and okay, The Mandalorian so there might be is, like, that, there might be deep, some buffer. a little bit of a buffer gap, you okay. know? Like, you don't know exactly how many years is actually in between. But it is after that and before the new ones. Devin is the face he's giving us right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I'm I just went, laughing I my because... fucking inner nerd right here. I'm laughing like, because I'm just thinking of Star Wars nerds screaming right now. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Hey, if you're a Star Wars nerd... This is my, this is my take on it, and I, this is like how I'm like, oh shit, this I fucking used to be, guy. I used to be a Star Wars nerd, and then I got a job and a girlfriend, so... <laughs> dude, you've got a Galaxy's Edge like four times this year yeah, already. Yeah, dude, I have more unopened Kenner Star Wars action figures. <laughs> 
figures than most people do. I know. I am a devoted fan, for <laughs> sure. But, dude, the nerd logic gets a little tiring after a while. It's pretty crazy. I, I, I'll even admit myself it's pretty crazy, but you can't, you can't count it out. I'm trying, I'm trying to sit there and enjoy episode one of The Mandalorian, and I just happen to open my laptop, and already it's people are like, the blasters and the plasma rifles and the thing. I'm like, dude, are people you really criticizing it in that way? Yes, oh dude. Oh, my God. People are criticizing the costumes. People are criticizing... The, What's wrong with the okay, costumes? People are criticizing the way the characters move. Who cares? What? This is just, why. This is just crazy fan. Yeah, this, so, it's all, Mando, honestly, it's all it is. Disney Plus, obviously, it's got Fett, the Simpsons. Who was a fake Mandalorian. So subscribe just for that. It's got the Simpsons. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a pretty good host of cool stuff. You know, it's got, it's got the old it's got the old Marvel in. comic. Uh, the X-Men one I was stoked on, the Spider-Man one I was yeah, stoked on. Yeah, it's got gargoyles. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. Darkwing Duck. about gargoyles. But gargoyles, gargoyles is one of those shows that I don't even remember watching. I remember the action figures. I would honestly <laughs> say... You were a little too young. Yeah. I, I would know, honestly I'm say... Much, I'm not like, much younger than you guys. How old are you? 26. Oh, yeah. See, I got four years on you. You too? No, he's like... Two. Yeah, he's got okay. Somewhere yeah. in the middle, but... Maybe. <laughs> I remember Gargoyles. I, I I don't have the same nostalgia for it that like everybody does. I think if we watched it now, we'd probably realize how fucking stupid it was. But I mean, whatever. In my recollection, it's, it's an action figure show. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just made to make action figures. Yeah. It was made to compete with Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and then but Street Sharks come. I was going to just say, uh, is Street Sharks Disney? Is that Disney? I don't no, know. It's not. I don't. I, I, I definitely as far I remember, as I know, I remember liking that. Show. I had those figures for sure, though. But I would say Disney Plus is worth getting right now, just for the Mandalorian. You know what? Dude, if you have Verizon, it's free for a year. Yeah. You have an unlimited data plan with Dude, Verizon. It's seven bucks a month, and right now year. Netflix is thirteen dollars a month. You have Sprint. Guess what? Free for a year. We just canceled Netflix. You're not going to watch The Irishman? <laughs> I probably, I'll probably re-sign oh, up ne- just to watch Netflix that. Netflix <laughs> marketing right now is going crazy. They were like, "Hey, check out this." Yeah, this, what, this. what did they just buy? They just bought, uh... I don't remember. I just, Dude, uh, honestly, though, respect to them, because getting the exclusive streaming rights to a Scorsese movie is yeah. pretty fucking big. That's huge. And releasing it on Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. you know, dude, it's probably going to surpass Stranger Things as the most streamed... Oh, I I didn't know much about it, but I saw Al Pacino, Joe yeah, Pesci... No, dude, regardless of, dude, but like, regardless oh, of who's in it, it's Scorsese, dude. Like, you're going to get hits just from that. I, I still find the occasional thing on Netflix to watch, but, I mean, Disney Plus is half the price, and I've used it way more in the past couple days than I have the past few months of Netflix. If you like B-rate Stephen King adaptations, <laughs> keep your Netflix subscription. There's a ton of them on Netflix. Holy in the shit. tall grass. No, Gerald's Game was sick, though. Did you watch Gerald's Game? No. You would like that. Not bad. Mike Flanagan? I don't know. I think it is, right? Yeah, it, it is. It is. is. Okay. 1922, I don't know if you've seen that. It's pretty good. I like that one. Oh, I've seen that on there. So, alright, whatever. Streaming. Watch The Mandalorian. It's it's sick. That's dude, that shootout, like that shootout at the end of episode three is one of the sickest Wild, things dude. I've ever they seen. Fucking, they fucking come jetpacking out of nowhere. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It makes me like sad. Carl Weathers. It makes me sad because I know the next movie is it Rise of the Skywalker. What what the fuck is it called? Uh, Rise, is it Rise of, of the Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of the Skywalker. Right. Rise of Skywalker. I know that's not going to be nearly as good as the Mandalorian. <laughs> Maybe not, but I mean, dude, TV shows are starting to 
surpass like, movies. movies. Yeah, for sure. It's just they can hold story for a lot longer. Yeah. And they can really engage Dude, us Stranger Things as a movie things. would have been like a 4 out of 10. But yeah. the fact that it was a Netflix original show that you could watch and... Yeah. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Like, even Game of Thrones. Dude, Game of Thrones is amazing. And it's because they can they can put so much time into it. And and it's, it's also kind of like there's a little bit of forgiveness for, like, little things, too. Because it's like yeah. you know that they have time restrictions well it makes me laugh that like we're talking about the stephen king adaptations from the 90s and that was all tv and those were all pretty terrible yeah and now we're talking about tv and tv is better than movies yeah how weird is it is it to get total 180 i mean there's a lot of cool tv stuff out there yeah there's a lot of movies too but (laughs) barry yeah if barry was a movie it probably wouldn't be that good but as a show as a show it's awesome I can't wait for that new season. Yeah, that's going to be sick. Even that Chernobyl show. Did you watch that on HBO? I started it. I just I didn't get into it right away, so I had to Pretty turn badass. it off. Did so you watch right, Chernobyl, I, I'll John? I'll watch it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, Chernobyl was sick. Oh, TV is so much better than movies now. What was it? In the early 2000s and the 90s, there were even actors saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do TV. If yeah, it's, now yeah. it's you would, the opposite. You have to do TV I now. Would, I would rather do TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it is a, there is a specific... Like, type. Like, you don't want to do sitcoms anymore. Yeah. Like, sitcoms in the 90s were the shit. Like, if you were, like, a comedian. And now, like... But now, it's, it just that's gets like, dumped to Hulu and nobody watches that's it. That's, like, bottom of the barrel now. Oh, at this shit. Point. Papa John's ate 40 pizzas in 30 days? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. What the fuck? Papa John, dude. You guys haven't been following... Dude. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't hear the, the audio of that interview? Yeah, I, no. I heard it. I heard it. Dude, play He it. literally is, like... The day of reckoning is upon us. <laughs> Stay tuned. Papa John. No, you're yeah. saying the day of rec- reckoning is upon Papa John's. Like, they're going to tank. I don't know. If you no, 40 dude. pieces in 30 days, no. he's seeing something. He's saying that they're, he's, hearing, dude, he's seeing a decline in, in, he their, for in sure, their pizza. That's what he's, he for that's sure what has been stockpiling weapons in his basement. <laughs> and there is, there is definitely... Yeah, a, he's like trying to tell them that the, he needs to be the spokesperson again and like get his job dude, back. And not shit. even the spoke. He's the founder. Yeah. Well, now he wants to just now he like he's demanding he be the spokesperson. Well, again. he's he's eaten forty pizzas in thirty <laughs> days because he's trying yeah. to do quality control, right? Yeah. Like he wants to make on sure like on his own. He wants to make sure the pizzas are still as good a quality as when yeah. he was in charge. He doesn't even work there anymore. Like, he's he, still a stockholder. Stock yeah, but no, oh, he, he no he's straight. Yeah. Fired, like yeah. he hasn't. He has no. Like he doesn't have a role other than being role a, a, a stock besides holder. like a stockholder. Yeah, dude, he dropped the n bomb. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> big deal, dude. I mean, you you need to take a step back. Nobody would want in the to coming do. months, though. He got. I, I'm he's afraid. Basically, the reason why they're not, they don't have their NFL deal. That is the reason. He why. is the reason. Yeah, they went to Pizza Hut. They went to Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> Although, shout out to Pizza Hut. I love you. Pizza Hut smokes Papa John's. Oh, easy. Yeah. Papa Murphy's smokes Papa John's. Fucking DiGiorno's. Like, yeah, <laughs> Papa Murphy's yeah. is like, dude, one time we were at Papa Murphy's and some meth head threw an empty 40 bottle at my mom and it like oh shattered God. and like, the glass went everywhere. And the owner of Papa Murphy's gave us like a year's worth of free pizza. Yeah, dude. Papa Murph right there. Because they were scared of us pizza. suing them because of the meth heads. <laughs> Was that the one on Meridian? It was the one. By the Chuck E. Cheese? On um, Southside, Blossom Hill. 
Yeah, Boston Hill. By Bonfair. Or no, by Bon Cousin. By Bonfair Liquors. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we were walking in to pick up our pizza, and some meth head just threw an empty 40 at us and, like, shattered everywhere. Jesus Christ. It was sick, though. They gave us a fat coupon book, and for, like, a year, we would just go to Papa Murphy's, like, two times a week. That shit was awesome. Take but, and bake, dude? Yeah. Well, that was, like, the rise of Take and Bake. Now, Papa Murphy sucks, because anybody can just make a better pizza at oh, home. Oh, shit, you're right. That was the Take and Bake one. Yeah, yeah. Papa Murphy's oh, was the first yeah, place yeah, to, like, take offer Take and Bake. Like, they didn't have any pre-made pizzas. Like, you had to take it, but that was, like, yeah. the best part, is you took it home and you made it. Yeah. So, there was one that was right in a... So, I grew up in Gilroy. There was one right next up, uh, Hollywood Video. So, it would always go get a video yeah, no, and we, then go get that the was, pizza. That was the staple, dude. Yeah. You'd go rent a movie, you'd get a take and bake, and you'd fucking just kick back. It was awesome. And now it sucks. Pizza Hut smokes all, though. You ever get a cheeseless Pizza Hut pizza and then no. just put a shitload of, like, follow-your-heart cheese on top of it and then rebake it in your oven. I haven't done that. I Dude, it do comes that. out fucking bomb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to try that one of yeah, these days. Yeah, I'm creative over here. That is yeah. pretty good. That's pretty creative. One yeah. thing I do miss Innovator. is, is those fucking just really greasy cheese pizzas yeah. from Little Caesars. Dude, oh god, dude. dude! Little Caesars was the best. I used to down that shit on my on my lunches when I was <laughs> working pest control. Jesus Christ! Little Caesars is trash, and I still would eat that over Papa John's. Dude, well, you better be ready for Papa John to come back and fucking <laughs> yeah. He's gonna start. He's gonna start putting bullet holes in, dude, in establishments for if sure. If he does another forty pizzas in thirty days, he's gonna be seeing dude, shit that we can't see, see in this dimension. Did you see how sweaty he was dude, in that he was interview? Sweaty. I just saw a photo in his of voice, dude. His voice is all fucked up. Yeah, because he used to like better pizza, better prices, Papa John's. <laughs> now it's like oh, now now he's, he's all like he's he sounds like he's been smoking cigarettes for sixty years. And he still, did you notice that he still wears the color scheme of Papa John's? Like, he still wears a red dude, polo? He's, he's still, he's so desperate, dude. He's so desperate for fucking Papa John's to take him back. Who would have thought that Papa John got fired from Papa John's? It's, uh, you know, the world is a strange place. <laughs> yeah, now he's just John. Yeah. Now he's John Singh. Yeah, he's Papa John Singh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so we got we got a little time to talk about a movie that I, dude, I'm getting depressed just thinking about this because I'm gonna go ahead and say that I've been a long time Rob Zombie defender. Yeah. Yeah. More so than a lot of people. I know he's controversial. I know a lot of people hate him. I think House of a Thousand Corpses is awesome. Not great, but awesome. Yeah. I think I would go to bat for. I would go to bat for Devil's Rejects. I think Devil's Rejects is one of the best horror movies of the past. Of the 2000s? Yeah. Of the 2000s. I would put it date, maybe, yeah. maybe not in my top 10, but like in my top 20. Yeah, for sure. I think it's one of the most incredible singular vision movies from a director that I've ever seen. Like, there, I remember yeah, the first time I watched it. more pure Rob Zombie than Devil's Rejects. I will I will go ahead and defend Halloween. I will go to bat for Halloween two. I think Halloween two is Halloween fucking two is crazy awesome. Yeah, I'll go to bat for Lords of Salem. I think Lords of Salem is is pretty fucking cool. See, I never saw that, but I heard it was. You never saw it. No, People didn't like me. it, but dude, it was awesome. You never saw it, and you're gonna sit here and. I never said. I just said I never saw. I just 
heard reviews from it, people didn't like it very much. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't right. popular at the box office. It was not. I did see, what was it, 31. Okay. Okay, well, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're going we're gonna to get there. <laughs> yeah. So, 31 comes out. I rented it. The fr- I paid like $15 the first day it came out oh, on shit. VOD. Because oh, okay. I was so I excited. Sh- I was, was so excited. I'm like, dude, this is going to be awesome. I can't defend 31. Not at all, dude. I can't. It's no. not a good movie. Do I still think there's a glimmer of hope for Rob Zombie? Yes. There always seems to be that little bit, right? John's known me for a long time, and he knows I will get into heated debates about Rob Zombie. I think he's got a good vision. House of a Thousand Corpses is basically a music video. Have you, so, have you seen that recently? I, I saw it, like, two years ago. So, I watched it maybe a month and a half ago. It's, it's not good, but it's... No. Okay, here's my rationale for why I, I would give it a pass. I think he was, he was still making Rob Zombie music videos and trying to make horror movies. And that's why there's a lot of flashing lights and, like, strobe lights. Dr. And, Satan and, and all that, yeah. It's not a very cohesive movie, but it's got, it's got, it's got some good moments. And I, overall, as, like, a midnight movie, if you were going to get a bunch of friends together... Get a six pack and watch a movie. House of a Thousand Corpses is pretty good. Yeah, okay, you guys would agree with that. that? No, yeah. I'll, 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 okay, I'll agree. Devil's Tell Rejects. Me I'll watch it. I will defend until my grave. I think this movie is so genius, and he found. Okay, so here's Rob. Here's people's problem with Rob Zombie, is that he's got that aesthetic that is so Rob Zombie that it gets old. It's like. It's the 70s. You've got 70s classic rock. You've got characters wearing bell-bottoms, whatever. You know, that whole thing. I think he found that perfect middle ground in Devil's Rejects of how to make that work, how to make a good movie, how to wear his influences pretty on his sleeve, right? Yeah. But not too, not too ridiculous. It's not over. I, well, it is, the movie is over the top, but it's not. Oh yeah, over, it over is the over top. the top. It's not Rob Zombie over the top. It's over the, over the, top, the top, though. top, but it's not. And this was before Halloween, right? Yeah. So then Halloween comes out, and that's I think Halloween is what really fucked up his career with fans, right? Because you're remaking a a classic yes. movie. There's you're in a lose situation. A lot of people situation. consider it like the the slasher movie. Yeah, like, but yeah. put yourself in his shoes. Like, hey, we will let you make a Halloween remake. And I think, and I think say, this yes. is not going to be a Halloween episode, but I think he did a pretty serviceable job Yeah. doing what he did. Is it an excellent movie on par with the original? No. No. What is that Danny Trejo fucking line? I was oh. good to you. Yeah, uh, and then you got Ken Faree and the bathroom. Why does he have such a hard fucking time? Like, why did he? Why does he hire Danny Trejo? Just and, know, just the and, and he, no, no, I forgot about that. No, and then he's got Ken Faree, legendary actor. You know, Dawn of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw Three, and his sole purpose in Halloween is to take a shit and then get fucking <laughs> wrecked by Michael Myers. Yeah, isn't kicking the the stall on it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, like I said, this is not going to be a Halloween episode. But I, I do I, like his vision on, on Michael Myers just being a hulking. Yeah, just dude. an insane maniac. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we maybe we can do a separate episode on that because I know a lot of people have their thoughts about Michael Myers being 
a crazy hulking, more Jason type maniac yeah. versus the one he is in the original. Halloween two, he was able to do his own thing and just go completely off the rails. Yeah. I think it's awesome. A lot of people hate it. Whatever. First one had a lot of studio problems, right? Yeah. The first Universal. one was like, you need to make a remake of Halloween. I was think that Universal? Lionsgate? He's with Lionsgate now. That's who put out But Anyways, so let's let's talk about Devil's Rejects for a minute, because that's gonna that's gonna definitely factor into our rating of of three from hell. hundred percent. Which is the twenty nineteen sequel to Devil's Rejects. So Devil's Rejects, you have the Firefly family, you have Baby, Otis, yeah, Otis. Captain Spaulding. They're on the run. I'm not gonna don't, I'm don't, not gonna go through the whole plot, but don't forget about the midnight werewolf. No, Wolf we're Man. gonna forget about him because he's a <laughs> fucking idiot. Okay, no, no, that did Alex. Alex. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm getting passionate here. <laughs> the end the end of Devil's Rejects might be one of the singular best endings of any movie ever. Yeah. You have the Firefly family to the tune of Leonard Skinner's Freebird coming talks. around the corner and you think they got away with it, right? And they get smoked. They got lit. I think by they said the, 20 bullets by each the, or something like that. By the police. So that's the end. You, They're dead as far as I'm concerned. Like, there's no way a human being would survive that level of... of destruction. Destruction yeah. to your body. Yeah. So then we hear that Rob Zombie's going to make a sequel called Three from Hell. Already, what were your thoughts? Mine was hesitant, but okay, let's see what happens. Let's give it a chance. I was let's... actually excited about it. Yeah, I was too. I always want to give Rob Zombie a chance. Especially yeah, rebounding from 31. I was like, okay, let's see what he can do. And, you know, it's funny because we... Okay, listeners beware. I am... Probably going to get extremely mad in the next 20 minutes. That's, this is what I want. This is okay. what I want to hear. This is what so, everybody wants. So, <laughs> Give the okay. listeners what they want. So the movie begins with a news report of the the three from hell. Okay, holy shit. So the three from hell does not refer to Spaulding, Baby, and nope. Otis. Because Sid Haig, and, and this makes me really bummed out, that yeah. he was this in is really, actually really sad. He was in really poor health by the time they made this. So he's only in the movie for what, like two minutes? Yeah. Even that, even the scenes he's in it, you're like, okay, oh, yeah, you do wow, not dude. look good. And that's out of his control. That's yeah, not Rob Zombie's yeah, no. deal. That's not anybody's deal. I think he just could not make another movie, well, and that's Sid fine. Kept a, he, he kept it a secret. Yeah, no, and and that's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to yeah. fault Rob Zombie for that. No, not at all. You that's can. fine. But the three from hell refers to Baby Otis. And his, baby, and uh, his younger brother, the the wolf, the wolf man, whatever the fuck his it's name the is, the midnight wolf man, the midnight, midnight wolf man. Wolf man. Okay, <laughs> here's my first problem with this movie. Who is this guy? How have we known about the Firefly family for years now? This is ten years after the second this is, movie. Oh, I, I'm getting into another problem. I can't even address this problem without getting into another problem. So when they. When they show the footage of Otis escaping from from the prison, they say this is 1988, right? I don't know. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So 1988. 
Does anything in this movie indicate to you that this is 1988 versus 1978? No. 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 Everybody in this movie is dressed like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. There's no indication of anything, any, a single, not a car, not a, not a music reference. Okay, they play Inagata De Vida, which came out in like 1965. Would that be a top hit in 1988? No, it would not. The only thing that makes this movie distinctly 1988 is the explicit overuse of cocaine. Yeah. Other than that, no. <laughs> Everybody in this movie looks like they're from 1971. Correct me if oh, I'm wrong. Even the the warden's got that oh, mustache dude, and everything. The warden yeah. looks like he's on yeah, his way. Big ass glasses. He looks yeah. like he's on his way to Club 54. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So what the fuck is the point of setting this movie in 1988 if it's not going to take place in 1988? I don't know. Okay. First problem. We've gotten that other. What was my What was my other problem? Um, oh no. Okay. Three from hell. Three from hell. Who the fuck is this character that they introduce in the movie that we've never heard of before? As if he's been there the whole time. And he thinks, and even there's a, there's kind of an inside joke in the movie where he thinks he's more famous than he is. Yeah. And then they, they announce on the news that there's escaped convicts, and then they kind of like barely mention him, and he's like, ah, shit. Yeah, no shit, because you're a nobody. You're a fucking toothless hillbilly retard that... <laughs> who dude okay richard brake is a fine actor i actually think he probably acts his ass off better in this movie than anybody else in, i like in him the as movie. an actor yeah i like him as an actor yeah. in 31 he's awesome as uh what's his name doomhead oh is that Do you remember th- in 31 he's the guy that gives oh, that the, like the, 10 minute like monologue yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah that was really good too okay so he's a fine actor great actor what purpose does he serve in this movie? He literally just does a hyena laugh in the background of whatever they're saying. She's a gun in the air. That's it. And he has a shotgun no matter where he is. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, also, how did he just how did he shoot people with shotguns and then it just comes out as a clean like bullet wound? I, I didn't even think of that. Even that, like the guy Shotguns. has a fully automatic and somehow he can pump it again. And in, in shoot another guy. But yeah, yeah. Okay. shotgun from that. So let's do like a hard. Yeah, let's do like a hard rewind to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the movie opens with actually a pretty. I, I like the opening with the news clips talking about the three from hell and their. Maybe I don't like the opening. So it talks about how their yeah. their their likelihood of survival is a million to one. That was okay, and this is gonna fast forward a little bit. That was frustrating. Why do they look fine? Baby does not have a a blemish on her. Otis looks exactly the way he did in Devil's Rejects. If you got shot a thousand times, regardless of whether or not you survived... You're going to come out looking different. (laughs) Dude, you're going to look like Swiss cheese. Baby looked... Arguably better than she did in Devil's Rejects in this movie, despite receiving, despite being the receiving end of 10,000 bullet rounds. Yeah. Every sheriff from California to New York at the end of Devil's Rejects (laughs) 
was there yeah. shooting her. There was there was revolvers. There was pistols. There was shotguns. There was machine guns. There was assault rifles. There was regular rifles. Every type of firearm you could think of shot a bullet towards the three from hell, and it made contact. Even even Spalding, Captain Spalding, yeah. looked. He looked healthier than he did in Devil's Rejects in Three from Hell. <laughs> he did not have a scratch on him. How? If somebody explained to me this logic. And then he just, did he just die okay. of old age, too? Here, here is... <laughs> no, so they said he got executed. Here's my, oh, yeah, that's right. here's no. my overarching... This still doesn't make any sense, because why would the other two be executed? Why would Otis Driftwood, the most sadistic one out of all of them... The one who put a firearm in a woman's private parts not be executed. Why is he on, like, work duty outside? Why is he on such lightly supervised work duty that... To where some bumbling retard can walk up and help him escape. (laughs) Okay. Here's my overarching problem with this movie. What does it contribute to the narrative... Of the first two movies. It doesn't. It's literally just an excuse to make yeah, a whole new it, one. Honestly, I thought it was a money... After watching it, was, I thought okay, it was Okay, spoiler money alert. Out. At the end, they get away. Nothing happens to them. They basically just get away. Yeah. This whole movie... And and this is kind of where I found myself wondering what, what was happening. Because there was multiple points in this movie where I, f- I felt offended by the level of violence and, and gore. And not because I was actually offended, but because it's so pointless and so mean. Like, this movie is so mean-spirited and so, like, just down in the dirt, just fucking evil. That even straight up, like, slow-mo every single kill, it seemed like. And it was way too long. What I'm referencing is, is mainly the scene in the house where they've taken the hostages. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no payoff to that whole scene. It's just the most explicit, nasty violence. It was useless, honestly. It's useless. And maybe, maybe as I get older, I'm thinking of movies differently. Like, I'm not thinking, like, if I was, like, 17 and I watched that, I'd probably think it was the funniest, coolest thing ever. Yeah. Literally just... (laughs) Sharon Moon Zombie's a horrible actress. Yeah, let's, let's... Get Sherry Moon a get Sherry Moon a new another starring role, because we need more. She's so bad, especially in the scene where she's like locked in solitary, and the prison guard's like snitches get stitches, but it looks like you got your snitch your stitches stitches. already. Oh, so bad. That line was horrible. And then she does the weird like 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 they just made that up on the spot or something. It it had that feel where like they thought that they were doing something with that. Oh, they I guarantee they thought thought it was like totally improv that or something. Oh yeah, like dude, that's something that like fucking fourth graders. And then did the weird thing with like her hands over her head, just like I'm in your head, like oh my god, yeah, she was just full blown baby, like like randomly killing the dude outside of their motel. Like, asking for a soda or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, that... What was the fucking point of that? We already knew you were crazy. That's been established. Yeah, but, like, why, why did she have to go to a whole other level of crazy But that wasn't believable, you know? At least, like, she was believably crazy in the other ones. Yeah. But, like, this one, it was just, like... She was just, like, prancing around. 
her her words all kind of had that flow to them, and like, oh god, it was fucking horrible. Yeah, was I? I couldn't stand a second of her. I uh, and it way too much of her. Yeah, way too. I mean, he always puts too much of her in, in his movies. I I get it. It's yeah, his wife. Yeah. But at some point, like, you need to just make your movie. You shouldn't have to rely on your husband to put you as a main feature. If he's the only one hiring you, there's something wrong. There's that's a sign. That's is, definitely is she a sign. In, is she in anything else that you can think of? No, not off the top of my head. Devin, uh, is Sherry Moon Zombie in, in any other movies that aren't Rob Zombie movies? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And towards uh, the end, where isn't she that has kind like... of a, a sign. <laughs> okay, so I assume we're talking about the the role of Sherry Moon yes, Zombie in yeah, this which is fucking horrible. It was horrible. Every time she was on screen, it's like they wrote her a monologue that had nothing to do with anything in the movie. Yeah, we were talking about the, the snitches get stitches. <laughs> oh, dude, she's so embarrassingly bad in this movie. And I know people have always hated her, and I think in Devil's Rejects, she's fine because she plays that character so well yeah. of just being kind of annoying, but... Oh, I even thought at House of Thousand Corpses, she did a good, she did a decent job of that annoying kind of like the crazy girl. But yeah, in but this dude, movie, she took that up like way too high. She not she she dials it up to a thousand in this movie. It's too much, and it was it, it wasn't believable. Like the way was. she's dancing around and every everything, it, her her words dance, she dances. It gets all everything is kind of like a like a float. Like, everything kind of floats to it, you know, like... That's what she did when she chased down that... She doesn't even chase. She, like, prances around to, like, kill that person on the front of the lawn. And they're like, yeah, yeah I think we have to get out of here. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck? No, she she guts that guy, that woman. Yeah. Right? In front of the old lady. In front of the old lady. And then she says it so casually when she goes back. Yeah, I think that old broad saw me kill that... Lady, let's go. And then she's the one that's like they're trying to rush out the door, but she won't fucking she's leave. She's like looking at the stupid, at the Native like, American yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 big headdress that had nothing to do with anything. And, and then, then all of a sudden, she's a fucking pro archer. Oh yeah, <laughs> she somehow has a has magical ever... connection with the the in what was it when they so they escaped to Mexico, and the one person who barely just met her is the. The little person? The little person. That guy's a pro skater. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Was he supposed to be, like, a sympathetic character? Oh, I thought so. (laughs) He didn't do... I didn't think he did a good job at it. Like, it's cool and all that, you know, because he's a pro skater and shit, and I I have a connection with that, but, like... Up until the point they go to Mexico might not be that bad. It's not that bad. But But from that point on, it's... No, I'm Sherry not saying Moon it's. I'm not bad. saying it's good, but th- that plot point of them escaping to Mexico and then just like the last thirty whatever forty five minutes of the movie is just them getting fucked up and like waiting for the what what were those guys called that were gonna uh, come kill them? Were they the, oh my the God. black satans or something? Yeah, the something black like satans or something. Or something like that. That whole part could have been cut out of the movie and it would have been fine. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Problems aside, I think the whole plot of the warden and all that yeah, the stuff black sa- the black Satans. is actually pretty in line with Devil's Rejects, right? Uh, it definitely had the same vibe. It definitely yeah. had the same vibe, and not as good. And I think that, like I said, that whole scene in the house where 
uh, Otis and his brother have them captive is, to me, borderline unnecessarily cruel. Oh, and you I mean like, though, you mean where the guy's I'm, bleeding to death and his wife is I'm all for no, and no, she's all naked and no, bloody on the couch. And I am all for, for explicit violence, gore, all that. This to me was I started to feel a little uncomfortable during yeah. this part because this is like to to me this is like the part. Well, this was that was way worse. The one in Doctor Sleep with the little fucking kid getting hacked up for like. 30 seconds. I was thinking that right now. It's too much. Like, no, when, no, when the guy opens the ashes of, of the dead family Uh, member and he's just like pouring it out. I'm like, dude, do we really need this level of insanity? We already know that Otis is crazy. And then what was the point of them calling the clown? Yeah, that, would, was I, that weird to you I guys? I don't understand why there was a clown coming to their house. He called them, and the clown comes in, and then he finds out that he's like in a hostage situation. And then they tell Wait, him, like, if you clown? can make, make me, me laugh, well, if you can yeah. make me laugh, I won't kill you. Who called the clown? No, was I'll let I'll let you be free or something like that. And then he pisses his pants. It's like, oh yeah. shit, you made me laugh. Well, yeah, I'll make you free from this life or something. To he- to heaven, yeah, yeah something <laughs> stupid like that. To clown heaven or something stupid like that. And there's no clever lines in this movie at all. No, they're, my they're, problem they say was fuck way too much. My problem was yes that, <laughs> which has been which has been a problem with Rob Zombie movies since but the beginning. No, there's a scene where they're driving level. and where they're driving, I believe, to the warden's house, uh-huh. and it's like, what the fuck are you gonna do? And he's like, well, what the fuck are you fucking? I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Well, fuck you. I'm like, dude, okay, like we get it. They say fuck <laughs> you like it's a catchphrase. And then my other problem is that. Bill Mosley's character, Otis, had some pretty iconic lines in Devil's Rejects, right? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. Um, you know, like, that better be... Like, the last thing you say better be some Mark Twain shit, because that's going to be on yeah. your grave. That's clever. I feel like in this movie, they felt like they needed to do that again, but yeah. they had no good ideas. He needed lines. So he says something to the effect of... I could be wrong, but I, I think this is... Basically, he says, I am a death factory, yeah. and you are the product. Yep. Yeah. It's like, and you're my like, product or something like that. Yeah, it, yeah, what it was is he was repeating what the warden did. Well, yeah, I mean, he. But, but either way, stuff. like, it's, oh, it's meant to be it's like meant to a be memorable like phrase yeah. of like, oh, dude, that's so deep. I yeah. could not believe that somebody sat there with pen and paper and wrote that down and said, hey, deliver this line because yeah. it's going to be sick. Yeah. And I think that at that point, they, he says that, and then they kind of like kind of awkwardly stare at each other, and then continue talking for a second. It would have been much better. A little yeah, more it's like if neither of them shot him. It's like neither of them saying, know what you know? to do after he says it. Like he should have just shot his brains out. If anything, there were so many lines in this movie that I felt like they thought were going to be sick one-liners. There's a lot, a lot, and of none of them were good. Even the end is a callback to Devil's Rejects. When they ask the guy if he has any last words, and he's like, fuck you. Yeah. And then Otis goes, that's what they always say, and they all start laughing. In this movie, it did It, it was corny. It was stupid. In the in Devil's Rejects, it was sick when, when he puts the gun in that girl's mouth, and she's like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck you. That's what they always say. And he's kind of making fun of like horror movie stereotypes. Like yeah. The last thing they always say to the killer is like, fuck you. Yeah. In this movie, it came across as so corny. Yeah. And then, no, before that, he goes, 
I know how to barbecue a corpse or something. Right? This is the same yeah. scene where he's also like, hold on, hold on. We can't do it until we break him. And then he does that weird twitch. He's like, is that it? No, 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 no. Is that, was that it? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then they decide, yeah. The fact that he looks at pretty much at the camera and goes, <laughs> I know how to barbecue a corpse, is the fucking lamest thing ever. God, it was lame, dude. And and they were trying to recreate that dynamic between Spalding, Otis, and Baby with Otis, Baby, and, and the brother. <laughs> Midnight Wolfman? But it's not, <laughs> but it's like, it's not, it's not funny. Like that scene in Devil's Rejects where he's like, can we get ice cream? And they're like, duty fucking fruity. That scene is funny and yeah. memorable. In this scene, it's like... The, the Richard Brake character, he does that stupid howl every time they're about to kill somebody. Yeah, it's just like they're so really annoying. trying to bring meaning to the, to the name that they gave him. No <laughs> it's like, dude, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Dude. Oh, shit, I just got... Oh, so sad. I just got that why he did it now with the name. What? Why they fucking give him that, ni- that Why, nickname? Why? Because he's the midnight. And then he does the, yeah, no, he does the. The best part is when, when. <laughs> okay, so they're partying nonstop when they're in Mexico, right? Yeah. And then the Black Satans show up. You're telling me that Otis would be able to fight this dude after drinking a thousand <laughs> liters of tequila, because in the previous scene he is so drunk he doesn't even know that he's pissing on like on a seat. Yeah. That he's like pissing on the floor and he doesn't even yeah. know it's a bath. It's not the bathroom. And in the next scene, he's so coherent that he's able to dodge this guy's machete. Machete. He's machete fighting yeah. this massive human. So right there, what the fuck is that? Like I don't know. Sherry Moon has taken so many hits off that joint. There's no way she has the accuracy with that bow and arrow. Dude, she is taking dudes out left and right in that and when end it, scene. when have we ever seen her with a bow and yeah. arrow in a movie? She acts like she doesn't even know what it is. Remember when she yeah. first finds it? She's like, oh, bow, bow, bow and arrow? Real? No, that's what she literally says. I wonder, you know, is this thing real? Bow and arrow? And next thing you know, she's, dude, she's smoking these guys left and right with bow and arrow. Yeah. It is... Dude, that whole even end fight that, like, scene... A lot of it was pretty close, but even from that, that shit's hard. That whole end fight <laughs> yeah, scene... have used it before. ...was like they ran out of ideas by the time they got to Mexico, and and whoever wrote the movie was like, all right, what are we going to do in this last 40 minutes? Yeah. All right, let's have an epic showdown between them and these guys. But what was the payoff of the showdown? They won. That's it. The smart move would have been for them to die at the end of... Like, for sure die... Like, they, because basically they got away, the the whole movie is prefaced on them getting away with all these horrible crimes, right? Mm-hmm. And they kill everybody they encounter. Everybody. They, dude, that guy that finds them in the woods, remember? And then they skin, they, they skin, skin her face, face oh, or whatever. they skin her face off. Dude, yeah. Frank from Hellraiser, from... The '80s looked like a better skin yeah, face that, than that, that guy did. That scene was stupid, but no. My point is, okay. That. So the whole movie, they're just getting away with the worst shit, right? Yeah. So the logical ending to this movie would have been that they killed this guy, and his brother is like, "I'm gonna come and fuck you up," right? That's the that's the premise of the last part of the movie. Yeah. So the whole setup is like you think they're gonna get fucked up. They take these guys out with, like, no effort. They kill all these guys. And then they just fucking torture and burn alive 
the the leader. <laughs> Danny Trejo's brother, yeah. His they son. walk away, and the credits it's his son, roll. Isn't it? Or is it his brother? It's his. It's, I th- I'm pretty sure it's his brother. Okay, I'm glad it's his brother because I was like, that guy is like almost the same age as Danny. Trejo. I thought it was his brother. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his brother. I hope so. Either yeah, way, it doesn't matter. Not that I really care that they got away, but it it makes this whole movie pointless. Yeah. Why did we need to see now them? Now it's like we have to see another, like, what, is he going to make another one? Why did we need to see them kill everybody that they encounter and torture people and murder people and do all this bad shit? And then at the end, they win. They walk away. Yeah. I think the the best part of Devil's Rejects was that the whole movie, they do all this bad shit, horrible shit. And, they and then at the end, they die. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck, oh, fuck. fuck, like, that's it. They're done. They're dead. Yeah. And this movie not only erases that, but then makes you spend another hour and a half with these horrible characters. But let's face it, I don't like any of these characters. They're shitty characters. They're horrible people. I kind of wanted them to die. I know they're supposed to be, like, the heroes of the movie. Yeah. I was hoping they would die at the end. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they suck. They've, they've kind of sucked every ounce of care I've, like, had about yeah. them. And in Devil's Rejects, I wanted them to die, but they were still, like... You still like them. They were still... At least, like... They were still enjoyable yeah. villains. They were in not entertaining movie, towards the end at in all. In this movie, there, there's nothing enjoyable about them. Sherry Moon, I was hoping that that warden with the... Or, not the warden, the, the guard with the, the guard. glasses was going to beat her into a coma. Like, I was hoping that would be the end of her character. And the fact that she got one up on all of those people, like, she not only escaped, but she How made sure... How is she such, like, a fucking monster fighter and killer? Dude, and what was up with her killing the guy at the soda machine and, like, carving her name into his head? Like, Baby was here. Okay, no real reason like, to that. I get it. It's shock value, right? But yeah, to me, yes. that felt so unnecessary when they showed that dude's body or when they showed the girl's body... You know those two prisoners that were supposed to, like, fuck her yeah. up? How when did they she showed, fuck them up? How did she disembowel one of them? Yeah, did she have a weapon? I mean, she had a little knife. Like a little Dude, she took that girl's she, entrails out. Yeah, they, they were, she was gutted. Like, they were straight on the floor. How? Why? What was the point of that? That, to me, was unnecessary. Yeah. And I very rarely sit there during a horror movie and go, this is unnecessary. Yeah, it takes a pretty decent... Like, when they panned to that girl, and she was just laying on the floor with her guts just all over the floor, I thought to myself, this is unnecessary. And the guard walks in like she expected Sherry Moon to be... Yeah, and she's like, you're something else, you bitch. Dude, she just disemboweled somebody. Lock her up. Why is she still... (laughs) Why is she still in regular... Yeah. Jail. Why is she not in the most insane... Lock up like straight jacket, no no, no contact, no sunlight, just in a padded room. Why is Otis? Why is exactly why is Otis on work detail? Yeah, he has proven. Why would Captain Spaulding be the one out of every out of everybody gets executed? Otis, Otis has proven time and time again, he is a psychopath with no mercy for anybody. Yeah. He will kill anybody. He will rape you. He will murder you. He will kill your children. He'll do whatever. And yet, let's go. Let's go have them pick up some trash on the side of the freeway. Yeah, and at that they have they again they kill off Danny Trejo. Yeah, such an unnecessary character. He's literally in it for one second. He's like, "Hey, you remember me? 
And then he gets killed. You know what I would have rather seen is somehow Danny Trejo gets kind of mixed in as the as like the 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 Sid Haig character instead of the fucking Midnight Wolf Man. I don't know how they would have done that. Like they would have had to totally change the story, which you know I don't have a fucking problem with. But Jesus Christ! But I'm in the next movie to change the story, yeah, there was no story. I think this movie was green lit before there was even a story. Because yeah. this was like on the fly. Like, how can we make this movie work? Yeah. Even the fact that they're still alive. I guarantee you Rob Zombie at the end of Devil's Rejects was not thinking he was going to make another movie with the Firefly family. Yeah. He was going to make his he, fucking hockey movie. He had it the ultimate ending for Devil's Rejects. I would have left dude, it there. It, watching this movie made me furious because... I wanted to go back and just watch Devil's Rejects and think about how good of a movie that is yeah. compared to this. Bill Mosley in Devil's Rejects is top of his form. Like, every scene he's in is amazing. In yeah. this movie, every scene he's in is just fucking annoying. Every, every scene <laughs> in this movie is annoying. Yeah. There's not a good scene in this movie. It. <laughs> I can't think of anything redeeming about this movie at all. No. Mr. Zombie. A little bit of the, the beginning. <laughs> you know what I was thinking bit. about last night is that, you know, have you guys heard about when Silent Night, Deadly Night came out? We, you know, we talk about this movie a lot, but yeah. this is completely unrelated. This just made me think of this. So when Silent Night, Deadly Night came out, it was really controversial, yeah. right? A lot of people hated it. So at one point during Siskel and Ebert, you know, the famous review show. Yeah. They were so upset about Silent Night, Deadly Night that what they did was that they read a list of all the people involved in the movie and just basically shamed them. Like, here's the director. Shame. Here's the producer. Shame. Like, calling them all individually out for yeah. making this movie. Whatever. For a movie. Stupid. It's kind of a nerd move, but okay. Yeah. Total nerd move. Because, of, because it's I Santa. felt like <laughs> at the end of Three from Hell... I wanted to do that same thing. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get a list of everybody involved and just shame them. Yeah. Because this movie was so bad. Yeah. I I would go as far as to say I'd give this movie a zero. Okay, let's, oh, let's, well, let's talk about rating. Letterbox, right now, if you have to give it a I would I would absolutely give this movie a zero. Okay, for many reasons. One, it was bad. Just, just like, overall being bad. Two objectively, just from anybody's perspective, this movie did not need to exist. It didn't. No, because There's it, no reason this movie should they exist. They died in the first one. Like, that doesn't... They totally just scrounged up whatever they could to try and figure out, like, oh, how are we going to make it so... That, since they died, like, how are we going to make it so that it was open-ended? Oh, they had a one-in-a-million chance to live, and all, all three, three of them, them had this did. Same, yeah, that's... Yeah, <laughs> they that's, all beat yeah. the odds. So, Alex, what would you give it? A one. I would also give it a one. I wouldn't give it a zero, because there were parts of the movie where I thought, okay, I was like, okay nah, you kind of go in the direction. Okay, hold on, it was lit and shot well. I'm not trying to hate yeah. on you, dude, but please, please tell me why this movie deserves anything more than a zero. I Honestly, for a zero, it's got to be utter trash. Utter, it was, utter, which it was. Trash. It, I, I thought it was, it was really no, I thought bad. it was trash. It's got to be trash to be a one. I think it had it was lit and shot well. That's okay. Once again, about it. maybe it's not a zero because it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It does have a beginning. Maybe you know what? I think it all kind of had a beginning and an end. The middle was kind of just them drinking. If you kind of think about it, right? 
the middle was kind of just a long no, but span like of I said, when it took that plot turn, when it took the plot turn to them going to Mexico, the movie went from for me like a two to a zero. Oh, it went to a oh. screeching halt. Oh, it went absolutely. That's up where until, I almost up until the Mexico portion of the movie, I would give it like a one and a half or yeah. a two. I couldn't wait to turn this movie off. Oh yeah, I checked the time. At multiple intervals yeah. to I make sure. When it was at about 25 minutes left. And I was like, when the fuck is this movie going to end? I felt like I had been watching it for hours. We were going to go see a double feature. Yeah. Oh, we dodged that bullet. Well, the problem, the, the cool thing about that is that we would have seen Devils. True, but I think we would have we started with something like, oh yeah, we've seen this before, it's cool. And then, yeah, but okay, the think fuck? about this. Seriously? Yeah. This was a question that came into my mind last night. On a Wednesday night too, like no. Nah. Would <laughs> would seeing Devil's Rejects directly before this movie have changed your opinion? I don't on think it? so. No, I think it would have made my opinion worse. It, yeah, yeah, I, that's what I, I think was thinking so. too. Is I might actually rate this movie lower than zero stars. They almost, they almost just don't link to each other. They link based on just the characters being the same characters. Yeah, I mean it's. I, why didn't I don't Tiny know. Come like back? it's just oh, Tiny is the best. He's dead. The actor has. Yeah, no, oh, the actor's dead. Yeah, the actor. Oh died. shit. I think. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> to circle back around, I think Devil's Rejects is a modern masterpiece. Yeah. I, I can't it's think of very many things horror. that I don't like oh, about it. For sure, it's it probably is. a staple in the top one hundred of horror yeah. of all time, probably. Best when you think about best sequels. Oh yeah. Devil's Rejects yeah. smokes House of a Thousand Corpses. It's one of the few movies I can think of that the second is better than the first. And House is pretty good, so it's, yeah. it actually says a lot. No, but I mean, like, com- you compare the two. One is undeniably a masterpiece of filmmaking, and one is, like, a fun horror movie. Yeah. Devil's Rejects, like, the characters are written well, the dialogue is written well, the way it's paced is written well. The ending's great. The ending is great. The use of music yeah. is great. Yeah. And in this movie, the use of music was annoying. It was like, hey, let me see how many classic rock 70s hits I can throw into this movie. In a movie that's supposed to take place in the late 80s. 88, I think Devin said, yeah. Nineteen fucking eighty-eight, and you're still listening to Iron Butterfly. (laughs) No, fuck you. There would be Madonna playing nonstop, that type of stuff. It's also nobody dressed eighties in this movie. They They all were still wearing bell bottoms. And then they went when they went to Mexico. They played the like some Mexican music that didn't. Dude, and the barely Mexican. The portrayal of Mexico is so ridiculous. Like. They zoom out, and it's just nothing but trash. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're here in Mexico. And then it's like some dude pissing in the middle of the street. Like, dude, is this really what you think Mexico is? It's literally some dude just openly pissing in the middle of the street. And they're like, well, there's nothing else to do in Mexico. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm like, pretty oh, sure... Oh, those are the Pogo girls? It's like, what I'm are pretty sure Mexico here? has multiple giant cities that are comparable to American cities that yeah. have technology and innovation. <laughs> they acted like they were like... Dude, there was, was, there, the street. was there a single car in that city that they went to? Oh, yeah, the uh, guy who, the rat guy who sold them yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. okay, there was the theirs, there was their car, the the van, the there was that guy's car, and yeah. there was no, there was nothing else. And the car that the guy was peeing on. Yeah, and like, a, <laughs> and a car with no wheels. Oh, the one that, like, the weird Satanist guys, yeah, fucking, yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> the Black Satans. I think yeah. we got a no. But what was the point of the Black Satans if only that they were going to get crushed at the end? And I hated that design, dude. It hyped them up. It was so stupid. It hyped Did them you up. Mask? What the? No, but in no. the suits, like yeah. <laughs> it hyped them up that they were like the most ruthless assassins, the craziest, most skilled killers. If you're telling me that a drunk Otis. Did you see his beer belly? Yeah. When he's wearing nothing <laughs> but the vest? Dude, that guy was so out of shape. There's I was no that guy way. in prison for so long. And then he looks at the guy and he's like, I'll take the mongoloid. That mongoloid could have whooped your ass up and down that street. I don't know how he won that this fight. This scene in, where, where it's in his tidy whities I was just like, oh, dude, man. Dude, that scene was Ew, disgusting. Dude. With his fucking butt crack hanging his, out. Like, dude, those... His dick ripped. His underwear were fucking brown. <laughs> and he's got his gun tucked down there. And the, the Coming nastiest... Coming out the other end dude, of it. the nastiest two prostitutes he could have picked are licking him up and down. And he goes, uh, I want to get the taste of you guys out of my mouth. So he's sitting like, on the wet rest of that tequila. Yeah, and I'm like, they want to get the taste of you out of their mouth, dude. You have shit your pants so many times that your underwear are fucking brown. Yeah. His his shitty tidy whities What are we shitty? We're going back to what we were talking about, rating. I'm, I'm still sticking with a zero. I can't think of very many movies I've watched recently that have made me this upset. Yeah. To where I, mean, I, I don't ever want to watch it again. For a Rob for Rob Zombie kind of play into it, but I think that they also should because he he has made some great movies that we've really enjoyed. I think collectively. So yeah. no, Alex, I have to ask you because you saw it too. Uh, would you watch? Which one would you watch again? This or Doctor Sleep? I'd watch Doctor Sleep over this. That says a lot. Okay. It does say a lot, yeah. I would watch a lot of things over... Like, oh, yeah. I'm never going to watch this Not movie only again. was this movie bad just as a movie, but I, I keep going back to my point that it didn't have any purpose. I, yeah. That, that really, <laughs> I feel like it really needs to serve a purpose. There's no story to it, essentially. What, what did you want to know at the end of Devil's Rejects that you now know at the end of this movie? Yeah. What made Rob Zombie think? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this story going. I have this really great idea. So I think what, on, what, where was the idea? I think what probably happened was he had 31. Mm-hmm. I think that was his last one. It bombed. And it, it was bombed. It bombed. bombed. He universally bad. Yeah, and then he's like, I have to some. You know, I got to give somebody something what they would kind of want. I was successful with this. This I is guess what he's I'm, trying yeah. to make his rebound. I, honestly, he's probably trying to do it. He's not going to be... Because it, it, it was Lord's Asylum, then 31, right? Like He'll never do, again do something high budget like what he had for Halloween. Lord's no. Asylum bombed too, and I think what's yeah. sad is that that That's was... That's kind of what bummed him out. That was his chance to make a movie that was really unique and interesting, and it bombed, so he was like, fuck it. People don't want that. Let's go back to what they want, which yeah. is psycho clowns, you know, just the stereotypical stuff. Yeah. And he's, I think he has more potential than that, but I think now that he's had so many, like, strikeouts, yeah, he's, he's never going to... sucking himself in. Yeah. It didn't really have a theater, it didn't have a theater release, really. Well, limited theater release, and it was only for one or two nights. And then it went straight to streaming, right? And then it went straight to VOD. So, I mean, that essentially tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. that's what it is. Zero for me. John? One. One. So, yeah, three from hell... Don't watch it. Don't even waste your time. It's a piece of shit. 
Yeah. Rob Zombie, I'm sorry. We've really tried to... We still love for you, dude. Really I'm tried. Watch, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm going to watch whatever movies he puts out. Like, I don't know why at this point, because there's a, a lot of his movies I just absolutely don't like at this point, but, you know, I'll still give him a shot, because I feel like he still has, like... There's always that potential that his vision will totally come come to life, but we seem to get get let down with you know with thirty one and then with now from three from hell. Yep. So yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Yeah, uh, we got a real motherfucker of a December episode planned for oh, you yeah. guys. Oh, a lot of work on our end. So stay tuned for It'll that. Be a lot. Make up for that fucked up Chucky episode. Yeah. yeah. So we're that gonna, never gonna we'll hear. put this one out. We're going to put some serious work into a December episode. And probably like the second or third week of December we'll get together. It's going to be a long one for sure. Yeah. Um, And that'll tide you over until the new year. So yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Let's plug the social media. Yeah. Um, Greenstickerhorror at gmail.com. Send us an email. Write us a review and we'll send you some stickers. Make sure to include your address and all that shit so we can send you something. We're going to do a giveaway for the holidays for sure. Oh, yeah. Check out our Instagram at Green Sticker Horror. You guys want to do Christmas or New Year's? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a Christmas giveaway. Christmas or So keep your eyes peeled on at Green Sticker Horror on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We'll post the details about how to enter, what the prizes are going to be, at Green Sticker Pod on, on Twitter. We don't have a lot of Twitter followers, so hit us up on there. Stay tuned for our December episode. Thanks for checking us out. Leave us a review. Tell your friends. Tag us in some pictures. Send us some hate mail. Um, and also, like, if you send us an email about getting some stickers, send us at least one movie you'd like us to review for 2020. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be sick. Because we're going to start making a list of movies we want to talk about, and we want to hear what you guys think. So in order to get a sticker... Email greenstickerhorror at gmail.com, include your address, and one movie you'd like us to talk about. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and we'll send idea. you a sticker. Yeah, you can do that or even DM us on Instagram. Yeah, or, or, or send us a DM, whatever. We're always around. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Three from hell, no Fuck good. Dr. Sleep, no good. Fuck <laughs> Until next time, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Fuck you, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, you fuck, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker, fuck you, fucking...